Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Give your smoky, sultry voice with us this week. Yeah, yeah we've got that going on. Um, and I, I completely blame the Disney dream. Is that fair? The Disney dream is at fault. I think so. So... The reason I blame them is because I was on the Disney Dream last week and uh, got home on Thursday and on Friday night, <laughs> I was sick. So um, sore throat, which kind of plays into sinus infection. So it's not in my chest. It's all in my head, <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> so um, is, is it in your head, Lisa? It's all in my head. I'm just imagining it. So I'm going to tell you about our cruise. So this was, it was a very last minute cruise. We departed on Saturday morning. Yes, but I only booked it on Monday. So uh, very, very short notice. And it was just Brooke and mommy. Um, Brooke had a week off of school and Amber didn't. So... Steve wasn't about to leave Amber at home, so he stayed here with Amber, and and so here we are. Um, <clears throat> I do apologize for all of my my throat clearing, and I'll try to mute if I have to cough. But we went on the Disney Dream. We went out of Miami, but what we did, which is a big mistake, and and usually it's not a big mistake, but we saved about $300 total by flying into Lauderdale and took uh took an Uber from the Lauderdale airport over to the port of Miami. And we thought that would be fine. I looked it up online, it said it was like a 30-minute drive, okay. It was about 30 to 40 dollars fare. Okay, I can handle that. It seemed like a smart move. And I was going to have to pay to get from the Miami airport over to the port of Miami anyway. So it wasn't that much more in my head. So I, I don't know how it ended up this way, but we, we ordered a lift and we got one pretty quickly and went to our proper area. And we must have waited 25 to 35 minutes for this guy to show up. And we were watching him on our map. And I actually have a screenshot. We're like, what is he doing? He like passed. He, he was dropping off a fare. But then he ended up going back on the highway. He didn't just circle the airport. He went back on the highway. And that added like another 17 minutes to the trip. But anyway, we did finally <clears throat> um, meet up with him. And he, he had a little Ford Festiva. And we had two large suitcases no way are you no way about the ford festiva or about the large suitcases about the about the, i didn't even think that that uber would allow compact cars yeah and so i was asking myself what business does he have trying to pick up fares at the airport when people have luggage in a compact car uh-huh what so, I, I mean i would i would honestly argue that it's a subcompact car it was tiny. It was a with, small with car. little to no leg room in the back seat. No, it was not comfortable by any means. So 
he I was hoping that he would fail to get our luggage in the car and he got one bag in the back and I'm sorry we travel we don't travel light we travel heavy and we each had probably a 20 um what's the biggest 28 inch suitcase and so they did he did get one in the back um he got one in the trunk and then he said, well, I'll just put this in the back seat next to you guys. I'll put the seat down. And so he put the seat down, which left one seat plus the middle for us, which in any other car would have been just like one seat. And thank goodness, Brookie is small. And I was really hoping he'd fail and that we could just call someone else. But then it occurred to me, we have a long trip and Uber drivers or Lyft drivers don't necessarily want to take themselves far away from their their hub so to speak and so he'd have to either just drive back for free or he'd have to find another fare that was going from the port to uh, his area in Fort Lauderdale which I would assume I would have to think that there are other people that have my mentality in choosing um Port of, uh, or I'm sorry, Fort Lauderdale Airport when using the Port of Miami for a cruise. So people were getting. It's not uncommon. I mean, that, that's no. for certain. And and it's got to be a favorable fare to a lot of people. So I thought it wasn't unreasonable, but um, it ended up uh sixty five dollars, something like that. And and it was a long ride. Uh, somehow we hit traffic. There shouldn't have been any traffic. And it took us, get the Sharpie, our flight was an hour and 10 minutes, I think. And our drive was an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. We spent more time. To go, to go what, like 15 miles? Some, it, it was a little more than that. But it was ridiculous that we spent more time in the car getting to the port than we did on the airplane going from Atlanta to Miami. You know, it's an att- it's a testament to uh, modern technology, I suppose, but uh, it was disappointing. Um, and the guy was pleasant, um, but Brooke and I were crunched together, and it was, it was not ideal. Um, but anyway, yeah, he, he really had no business working in airport and picking up fares. If we had a carry-on, forget it. Anyway, yeah. enough of the gripe oh, on that. Enough on, on that. So we get there, and we get to the port, and we have to wait. <laughs> we have to wait for our boarding group. And the check-in process was smooth. It was very good. And um, Brooke loved it because we are platinum now. And so we get to go to the special platinum line and and check in. So we did that, uh, got on board, and we, we each had a backpack, I think. Actually, she didn't even have her backpack. I had my, um, my laptop backpack, and we went straight to, uh, to lunch. We went to Animator's Palette. And not too much about that, but um, we had our traditional um, potato leek soup. Mm, we, that's so good. We get that every time. It's, it's there every day when you board. Um, so I look forward to that and you got to get the potato leek soup. It's good stuff. We went to our cabin and we had a really good cabin. 
well, good cabin number anyway. We had 9,000. Just 9,000. Nice even number. Yeah. (laughs) So essentially, we were all the way forward on the port side. And, um, you know, it was easy to find. Um, One of the downfalls to this is when you are um, such a Disney nerd that you bring every magnet you've ever used and you decorate your door to the to the max. No one really gets to see it. <laughs> it, it, it is. Yeah. It is largely unseen. Yeah. But that's okay. Uh, we enjoyed it. We saw it. Um, so we were good with it, but this particular stateroom is, uh, it's a category four B as in boy, as in beach. And it was an ocean view family stateroom. So it technically accommodates five people and we get into the room and it's it's your standard Disney cabin. And I've got the main bed and Brooke's checking out the bed situation. I said, okay, you've got your lower berth and your upper berth, you know, your, your pull, pull out bed. And then look over here, Brooke, this is a Murphy bed. This comes down and you can sleep here. So you have lots of options. Literally three options. Yeah. Well, four, because I said you could sleep with me too. So she was very excited and it wasn't long before we had our luggage. Actually, we saw them bringing the luggage as we were heading to our room for the initial first time after lunch. So it was perfect timing. It was right there. And we started unpacking. And Brooke claimed, I mean, you got to love Brooke. She said, the curtain is the division. You get everything on this side and I get everything on this side. Okay, so if you know a Disney cruise stateroom, um, on the on the close side of the curtain, which is my side, you have a king size bed, you have two closets, and then you have the split bathroom, and then you have um, probably a two foot wide uh, storage section with drawers, and then the upper t- upper part of that is shelving. So that is what Brooke gifted me, and she said, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to need one of those closets because I have stuff." I said, of course. You're like, too bad. No, it's no. On the other side of the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can hang it somewhere, I'm sure. No, but um, of course she's going to get, you know, a closet. And um, she said, well, I need one of the bathrooms, too. And I'm thinking, okay, let's look at your side. You've got the couch, the table. I said, I'm going to need to put my laptop on the desk. I have to work on this trip. And the counter space in, on her side was amazing. So if you picture in a like a balcony stateroom or veranda when it comes to Disney, the the family stateroom takes that balcony space and turns it into interior space where you can have that Murphy bed. So it's it's the normal space that you get plus an extra three feet out at least. So sh- and, and they extend the cabinets to go with this. So you have the extra counter space, the whole other set of cabinets three feet worth this girl was she was killing it um she was unpacking and she dedicated a drawer to her pool toys she bought brought um squirt guns and and a pair of goggles and mask and i think a water ball and you know she brought all kinds of pool toys and so she dedicated a drawer to that she dedicated a drawer to okay this is where my dirty laundry is going to go so she had like oh 58 drawers or something like that for her use. 
but um, she somehow felt this was fair. She was very diligent about not letting me use the desk. So I had to work in my bed a lot. I know she sounds very bratty the way I'm doing this, but it's cute, really. <laughs> Trust me, it was cute. So, um, so that was that was our first experience getting on. We we did have to do an in person muster drill. I, I heard heard those were back. <laughs> they are indeed back. No more virtual. No more doing it on your phone. Checking in. You have to go, you have to, you don't have to bring your life vest, but you do have to go at the designated time, which I think is between four and four 30 or something. Hey, what are your thoughts on that? About having to go? Yeah. About an in-person muster, muster drill. Um, I mean, I might have a biased opinion, but my thought is it's unnecessary because I know what to do. But if it was my first cruise, maybe they should make it optional, you know, and they, they know based on. Uh, your experience on the ship, your um, castaway club membership that you, you know how, how the mustard drill goes. You get a pass. You kind of could, you know, you show up, um, you say, I, I accept full responsibility for knowing the drill and I'm going to go back and play whatever. Or you complete the process on the phone like they've been doing. Right. Right. If you want to learn it, stick around and at 415, you get the rundown, but, Honestly, I don't even think we heard the rundown. Um, we did get a quick ex- uh, a demonstration from a lady. And so we were in the theater. Um, we were the upper deck, deck four of the theater. We couldn't get a seat. And so we couldn't even go in the aisles. We were in the doorway. So, and we weren't late. We were like completely on time. And as soon as they said, go to your stations, we went, which is kind of unusual for me. <clears throat> but um, we saw a demonstration how to put it on and that was it. That's literally it. And that could have been on a video. Uh, they didn't say anything else. They kept us there um, for a while, 20 minutes probably. Um, so Brooke was playing on the stairs going from deck four to down to deck three in the theater. And <clears throat> we just, I don't know, we just did what we were supposed to. Um, and then it was almost time to get ready. We we went back to the room, kept unpacking, got ready for dinner. Um, but we both decided we were so tired and we weren't really hungry because we had lunch probably around three o'clock, 2.30 maybe. And so we weren't hungry. I said, there's a really good show tonight. And it was uh, the Golden Mickey's. And I said, that's a favorite. It, it's a good one. I like it. I like it. Let's just leave it at that. So uh, the Golden Mickeys were playing at 6 and then at 8.30. I said, we can go to dinner and do the 8.30 show, but I don't think you're going to stay up and I don't think I'm going to stay up. Because we were up very early, of course, um, flying into uh, Lauderdale. (coughs) And then I said, what if we skipped dinner and went straight to the 6 o'clock show? And then... If we're hungry, we can go to Cabana's afterwards and we can get some food. And she wasn't real big on the idea at first, but then she's like, yeah, I I think I am pretty tired. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the show. So that's what we did. The show was wonderful. We had good seats and people around us were very friendly. And, um, And I brought my popcorn bucket from my cruise last year 
You get popcorn refills for $1.50 when you have your bucket. You can, of course, buy a bucket on the ship. I think it's about $10, but you get the refills for $1.50. They do add a gratuity, um, and so it's $1.77 in the end. But my gosh, what can you get anywhere for $1.77? Yeah, very true. Yeah, maybe an ice cube. So, uh, especially, especially with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we did that. We ended up getting um, an ice cream. The way we do ice cream is we get the cone and we'll fill up the cone and, and maybe like whatever's left over. Like we don't make a cone above it, like ice cream above it. Um, we just fill the cone and maybe a quarter inch above the, the rim. And that's our cone. So we can have more that way. I don't know. That's our thing. So we grabbed a cone and then we headed to Cabana's after the show. And um, we just grabbed some food. I don't even remember what we got. But it was, it was like going home. I know Disney always says, welcome home, welcome home. Um, it, it's, it's so familiar. And then, um, Sharpie, you'll know this. In Finding Nemo, there's, um, and Steve, you know this guy. You like him too. Finding Nemo, there's the little um, fish that's like a scaredy cat. You know which one? I don't know his name. He's always worried and he hides. Is he the puffer fish? No, not the puffer. He's a little green guy. But he's um, oh, very timid. Oh, okay, I, I, I know. Okay, I, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, he's like very nervous. Yes, he's a little nervous, Nelly. Yeah, um, that's her favorite. And they have a mural in um, Cabanas, but it's on when you get off the stairs midship. He's to the right, and we dined on the left. And Brooke was so upset. Where is he? Where is he? And we eventually figured out he's on the other side. But. Um, that would be, oh, he was on the starboard side. Look at me, knowing my ship. Um, and so we eventually found the little guy. And anyway, we had a good night. We went back to the room um, and, you know, went to sleep. We were tired. Uh, next day was, I believe it was day at sea. And so she wanted to tan. And so we went, we went out on deck. Well, we had breakfast, of course. Um, then we went out on deck and the the chairs were all taken. Of course, on a day at sea, all the chairs are taken by like 9 a.m. So she looked on the upper deck and she found some, but they, the way the sun was, it was shadowing her because of the railings. So we kept looking. And would you believe I discovered something new on the Disney Dream? What's that? There's a family section. There's a family deck. I ha I don't know why I didn't know this. I didn't know this. It is so you know the adult um, section with the uh -huh. the pool, um, and the bar and the the lounge chairs and Cove Cafe Cove Cafe. Right above that, on deck twelve, is a family deck, and they have a small little splash area for the kids. You can. You know, some of the adults were putting their feet in, but it's probably four to six inches of water. But then lots of deck chairs and some shade. And Brooke found a spot and it was in the sun. She, it was on the side of the ship that was closer to the sun so that she would get tanner. I said, you're not going to get tan on that side. She's like, no, this is closer. Okay. <coughs> so she got her lounge chair and I had a book and 
I went into the shade and I read my book. And, you know, we, we spent hours just out on deck. And, you know, back and forth, bar service comes by and they had um, a virgin drink of the day. So I got that for Brooke and she had that. And uh, it was very peaceful. And, and when we got there, we had the pick of the place. We could pick anywhere we wanted. And this is about 11, probably 11 o'clock. And within an hour, by noon, it was standing room only. Um, people were bringing their own lounge chairs in, like they have the stacks, and people were literally bringing lounge chairs in saying to the, um, the attendants, can you put these over there? It's like, well, that's a walkway. So no, but because the guest said, this is what I want, that's what the bar or the, the attendant did. Um, so it was very crowded in the end. Um, Brooke and I managed to grab a bite and um, just, uh, I don't know, public service announcement, I suppose. If you're a family of four and you're going to be in the pool, let's say on the main deck, <coughs> and this could be anywhere. This could be on a ship. This could be at the beach. This could be anywhere. If you're a family of four and you're going to be in the pool and you really just need a place to keep your stuff, keep your shoes and your, your cover up and your room keys, whatever, take one or two chairs. Don't take four. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, I, I don't understand it. And I've done this myself in the past. And it occurred to me, you don't need that. You need one or two for, you know, when someone comes over and has an ice cream and wants to sit and eat the ice cream um, next to me while I'm reading. That's fine. But I'm amazed at how many empty chairs there are. And another PSA. When you're done, don't just walk away. Take your towels. Yep. Return your towels. Return them. Clear the chair. Take your let, trash with you. Yep. Let everyone know you're done with the empty chair, completely empty chair. Um, it's it just, it's common courtesy. And it's just my thoughts as I experience more and, and mature as a traveler. You don't need that many chairs unless everyone's going to be reading a book, sitting in the chair or watching a movie. That's fair. If you're watching the big funnel, that's cool. But typically, um, I mean, if, if you're honest with yourself, do you need all four chairs? Um, and I'm curious if in the next, well, whenever you listen to this, um, if you do the courteous thing and, and try to minimize your usage of chairs, let us know. I'm curious if, if it, what I'm saying makes sense to everyone else or if I'm just being, I don't know, high and mighty. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I think I know the best way to do this. But... <coughs> okay, sorry about the coughing. So, um, oh, so later that afternoon, they had your favorite and mine, but they changed the name and I don't remember it. But in the main lobby, deck three, deck three, um, it's not called Jack Jack's Diaper Dash anymore. It's called something oh, else. Oh, why would they change the name? I don't know. They called it something else. That's a bummer. But Brooke and I got there nice and early because we know you need a good front row seat for that and uh, sat right in front of the ropes and no one else was there. And we probably looked odd 
you know, getting all excited. But of course it filled up and uh, they had one, two, three heats and then they had the final round and it was pretty cool. Um, one kid did, of course, stand up and walk and he was DQ'd, but um, they started oh. the show. <clears throat> I saw these two guys that were in these track suits, matching track suits, and they looked like they were straight out of um, Goodfellas or The Sopranos or something. And and the guy comes up and he says, is this where we 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 sign up to, to race? And the cast member's like, yeah, this is where you do it. And okay, well, here, I'm going to sign up. And she's like, well, where's your baby? And she's and he points to his buddy, uh, you know, that's got hair oozing out of his chest and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, well, here's my kid. And it was, it was, it was adorable. Um, and I don't know, it was obviously scripted, but I don't know who they were supposed to be. I didn't understand it, but it was funny. It was amusing, um, but very different. So, um, yeah, it was good. <coughs> um, so the second night we, we were in animators palette. Because we missed the first night. And because we missed the first night, we weren't real familiar with what we were supposed to do. But we sat down and it was kind of fun because the um, animator's palette was all themed in Avengers because we were on an Avengers um, Avengers day at sea. And the napkin was kind of cool. This is so corny. This is how geeky I am. The napkin was just in the shape of an Avengers A. It wasn't just an A. It was an Avengers A. And, you know, just the little touches. And so they had all the the Marvel characters and um, Avengers and everyone on the screens. And there was no show per se, but it was it was themed that way. And um, let's see. I think what else was going on? We. OK, so Sharpie, this is going to be a shocker. I spend half my time on any Disney ship playing trivia. I did not play trivia one time. I find that hard to believe. Not once. I didn't do trivia. I didn't do Name That Tune. I didn't do any of those games. Brooke and I just kept ourselves quietly busy the whole time. So um, just trying to think. I, I can't keep everything in order anymore because I just can't. Um, oh, at the Avengers dinner. They had um, special, like the menus look like a Marvel comic book. That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. And so like the different me uh, menu items had special Marvel names and the desserts were really cute names. And um, let's see. I don't think I have the desserts. No, I didn't. But they had Avenger rolls. And these were actually the best rolls I had on the ship um, for the bread service. Uh, they were just um, your normal soft rolls, but they, um, they used some red dye in it, but they didn't make them completely red. So it was more like a swirl. Like they called it marbled. It was a marbled Avengers red roll. It was really good. Um, trying to think of some of the other details that made this unique. They did have um, a lot of going into Avengers, um, the Avengers Day. 
Everyone was dressed up. I did buy special shirts. I bought, you know, like I said, we booked the cruise on Monday. On Monday, I got on Amazon and got some shirts for Brooke, got some shirts for me. And on Wednesday, Brooke didn't know yet. Um, Brooke got home from school and I said, a package for you. She's like, what? Okay. So she opens it up and she's like, mommy, you know that I don't like this kind of stuff. You always buy these stupid t-shirts for me. She's like, I'm never going to wear these. I'm like, well, what if we did like a Marvel day at sea? She's like, yeah, I might wear it. Oh, wait, are you going, are we going on a cruise? She caught on real quick. And so she was excited. She did wear her shirts. Oh, good. For Even her. though she doesn't like them. No, no. She wouldn't wear them to school. Gotcha. Yeah. But she, I got her a set of three and she wore them all. So you got to be in the right place. Um, uh, on the Avengers. So this is, this is also a bad part. I'm not a huge, I mean, I love the whole franchise and the movies um, and the characters, but I'm not so geeked out on Avengers and Marvel that I know much about it. And so the whole day, the trivia, the themes, the everything, the, pres the, the appearances, everything was Marvel. And it just, it, it didn't hit me. Um, we did a Marvel cruise last year this time. But we went with someone who was a huge Marvel fan and to the point where she we did trivia with her and she just wiped the, the floor with everyone. And she ended up winning um, like the championship round because um, she knew not only the movies and all the characters, she knew the comic books. And that's where a lot of people fall short. But anyway, I digress. Um, they did have a like uh, the hero in you type of show um it was all of, it was mickey minnie and friends and they were all in their uh their hero garb their outfits and they did a, a cute little show on deck 11 by the pool and that was all about you know the hero in you and you you know you can be strong and you can yeah it was just good it was it was boosting the, the kids egos and stuff um there were lots of um meet and greets with the characters um, they had Groot and they had <coughs> Captain America. Um, it was, it was good. It was good, but it was, again, not my cup of tea, but anyway, um, it wasn't something that I got into the activities on because I couldn't really follow. I'm trying to think of some other things. So we did go to, um, Georgetown, Grand Cayman. And we had an excursion planned for that. And we did, uh, it was a three-part excursion. And the first part. That's fun. It was. It, it was just enough. Um, I think it was four hours. So we got off the ship early, um, which was nerve-wracking because we had to tender. And we were on the ship when we needed to be in the check-in. Like the last minute of the check-in was nine o'clock. They're like leaving at nine o'clock and we're on the tender and we're like, go, go, go. And I'm texting the people and trying to let them know we're on the tender. We're on the tender. We're coming. And if they left, they left. You know, I don't expect them to wait for us. But um, if they were waiting for others, we were on our way. We were going to be there. And they did wait. And uh, well, they didn't wait. They were delayed or whatever. Anyway, we had a couple minutes before we left and we got on the boat and um, went to our first stop, which was snorkeling with some fish. And the waves were pretty bad. 
Uh, the water was pretty cold, but Brooke and I had so much fun. Um, do you ever talk to someone through a snorkel? Nope. <laughs> okay. So you can. You can actually Can't talk to say I have. Yeah, try it. No, next time. You know, maybe I have. Because we had a we had a we had a, a pool growing up. So I mean it was yeah, yeah, I probably did. You can understand, but it just makes it fun when you're you're talking a bit idiotically because you can't fully move your mouth the way you need to um, to speak. And we just did you feed a fishy? A fishy and, we, and you know, oh look over here and she's like stingray, stingray. Um but it was a lot of fun and she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then we got back on the boat and we went to our next stop. And the next stop was Stingray City. And this is in the middle of the ocean. However, there's a sandbar there where it's very shallow. Um, gosh, three feet at most. And the stingrays come here. I'm assuming they go there because the water might be warmer or because the tourists go there to feed them. I don't know. But there are a lot of stingrays there. And we got to hold the stingrays and pet them. And we actually got to feed them. This was my first time feeding a stingray. And I've done a couple of different stingray encounters in the past. But this time, I actually had the nerve to feed them. And, oh, my gosh, they're hoovers. They're like, suck it up real fast. Yep, they do. Um, so that was an experience for me. And that was Brooke's first time as well. Um, so then we we... We enjoyed the waves, by the way. There were some pretty good waves because of the, the topography there. And uh, got back on the boat. And then we went to our final stop, which was, uh, it was a little island or like a, like a little cove. And they had all kinds of starfish. And so we got, to, we got to find starfish and pick them up and hold them. You had to keep them under the water. Um, but yeah, it was... It was an amazing trip. They had some some beverages on board. Um, it's some soda they have in Michigan, like I want to say Fargo, but that's not like Fago. Fago, yeah, Fago. Yeah, so, that was like that's like sh liquid sugar. Oh, oh, absolutely, it is. It is like classic soda. No, nothing nothing to hide there it's all it's it's sugar and flavoring and water that's yep yeah that was that was something else so um yeah it, it was it was a great trip so i i definitely recommend that um trying to think what else then we had castaway key um that's always a good one but what we did before that is oh i was supposed to have a conference call at noon and so I told Brooke, we'll go out after this. But then we stopped at the spa and checked to see if there were any import deals. Because you can get a deal at the spa when everyone else is off the ship and the spa is kind of empty. Um, they do specials. So ask about um, an import special. In port. Not an import. In port. Um, you'd think I'd have a snorkel in my mouth right now. Um, <coughs> so we did get a special. Um, the night before. And so the plan was we we're going to do my call and, and then do the spa and then go on to Castaway Key because we didn't need to spend a whole lot of time there. She just wanted to snorkel and check out some things. And my call ended up at one, which we couldn't do. So we just did the spa. And anyway, 
went out to Castaway Key. She did some snorkeling. And uh, you know where they have all the sunken stuff that you get to look at and snorkel and, you know, it's Disney stuff. You've got the, the sunken Mickey and Minnie and um, different things. She was out there and she said she got startled. There was a stingray that came by uh, or that was there. And she just booked it back in because she was afraid. And um, we, we grabbed some lunch, um, enjoyed that. And then we went back to the ship. That's it. I'm very easily startled when I'm wearing a mask because it limits your peripheral vision so much. Yeah. Definitely. So when you when you start to see something move where you're not expecting it, I always yeah, it's sort sort of tense up very quickly. That's no fun. Um let's see. I'm trying to think what other highlights we had. Um we did have pirate night. So we had two nights of fireworks. We had Avengers. Well, I didn't say awesome. that. I didn't say that we had uh, Marvel fireworks and then we had pirate fireworks. So we did that. And then <clears throat> for pirate night, um, Brooke dressed up. She was, well, we both dressed up, but she was really cute. I looked like I was off pillaging. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and so they have the, um, like the pirate presentation where, um, and Jack Sparrow comes down from the funnel and just all this stuff. We got there nice and early because we wanted to make sure we had seats or, you know, a space. <clears throat> and on the main deck, uh, deck 11 by the pool, they cover up the pools. And everyone was lined up but sitting. And I thought, there's no way that everyone is going to stay seated. And... So Brooke and I got our spots and we did sit down because we were 20 minutes early and um, trying to figure out, okay, everyone's going to stand up. Are we going to be able to see anything? Should we go to the upper deck 12 so we can see better? Every single person stayed on their bottoms. Really? Is that as shocking to you as it was to me? They hey. They did I, not stand I fully up. support that because if, if there are chairs, why stand up? <laughs> well, there were no chairs. No, no chairs. Everyone was just sitting on the deck. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, I see what you mean now. Yeah. Everyone was sitting on the deck and no one got up and everyone could see. It was, it was like cooperation at its best. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just bamboozled. Um, there was a dance party afterwards, of course. You have your um, Pirates in the Caribbean dance party. But what was kind of fun is we were a couple minutes into the dance party and the music screeches and there was a flash mob. The kids from Edge did a flash mob scene. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, and they did a pretty good job. It was a long little flash mob. but. Um, yeah, that's cool. so that happened. Um, I think what else happened? We got some pictures. We got some, got some good food. Um, Castaway Key. We did get a frozen virgin beverage in one of those Sven obnoxious drink holders. Um, so I had to bring that home. But I. That's it. That was it. Oh no, I've got to tell you about the ride home. 
So, of course, we're at Fort Lauderdale Airport, and I looked at changing the flights to go out of Miami, but it, it would have broken the bank. And so we get off the ship, and I am trying to get an Uber. And I'm waiting and, you know, having trouble getting that commitment for a long distance. And we're right next to the taxis. And the taxi guy says, where are you trying to go? And I said, well, we need to go to Fort Lauderdale Airport. He's like, I can take you. And he had a van. I'm like, oh, this could be comfortable. Um, and I said, how much is it? He's like, it's metered. I'm like, well, I guess that's fair. <laughs> so we get in and Brooke's comfortable and I'm comfortable. And we're watching the meter. And then I notice a sign on the window that says, because this is a van, there's a 30% additional charge. No. 30%. Oh my gosh. So we're watching the meter and the traffic was fine. Um, it wasn't scammy in any way, but the meter kept going. Um, and I had a quote on my phone because I was going to treat Brooke to either an LX or, you know, something nice. Mm -hmm. to make up for our horrible ride to the port. And so it was about $72 to get something fancy. It was like $10 more to get the fancy. It was like 62. So well worth it in my opinion. And I figure, okay, if it's, if it's $80, that's fine. 85, that's fine. $127. Oh my gosh. Plus tip, 152 in the end. See, th like that's where <clears throat> I really do think Uber and Lyft have a big advantage because they give you upfront pricing. It doesn't matter how long it takes. And you have the option to choose like your ride style, but like, mm -hmm. see, like that was whenever we did, whenever we did the band trip, I had to go over to Disney Springs and pick up our, our tickets, our, our hard tickets, because I didn't want to have to be at a theme park gate with 75 people going through and having to work with an electronic ticket system. So I went over and pick up hard ticket event, event uh tickets so on the on the way over i just did a regular uber but then on the way back i did i did the the the, the what could get me there the quickest and it there there happened to be um one of the uber an uber black like a quarter mile away from disney springs for my return trip it ended up costing me like i want to say nine dollars more but it, it it was worth it because it was that that was the one that was already there. Right, right. So time is money. Yep, exactly. Um, and that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, in the end, if if I looked up a price for a lift and I have no idea what it's gonna cost, whether I'm paying thirty five dollars or forty five dollars, it's all kind of ballpark to me. And so why not? Why not? Do something nice. Steve, are you still with us? I am, but the mic is like six feet away from me because of the setup we have tonight. So I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, not, it's not a great setup. So I'm listening more than I'm participating tonight. Yeah. And he's got a cat on his lap. But that was our trip. That was our Disney dream last minute trip. Um, and you want to hear something ironic, Sharpie? 
What's that? Okay. So we have spring break April 1st. And the same exact itinerary on the dream is probably top of our list. <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. But all four of us would go. I mean, it was a great trip. Good food. Um, good ice cream. You know, got to point that out. And good service. So it was nice. And believe it or not, you were on this cruise with a client of mine. Oh, yeah. I met him. No, I'm kidding. Small world. The Husseins. Oh, shout, shout I like out, them. Shout out to Ira. I know she listens to us regularly. Okay. So. I know that name well. They do a lot with us. That's nice. You, you probably you probably ran into them or saw them a few times. And had I known that you were like on that exact cruise, I would have made sure to connect you guys. So, but anyway, next time, next time. Oh, real quick, I did not speak to um, two other shows. Um, Believe was on our last night. And Believe is a great show. It's all about, um, I don't know, living in the now, realizing what's what's important. And and then uh, Beauty and the Beast, phenomenal. It was it's so good. It's Broadway. Um, and then we did have a, um, a magician, and and he was good. I actually saw him last year on the ship. And he's a balloon comedian, magician. And um, I happen to be. Wow, they can afford balloon animals these days, especially with the price of inflation. Come on. Steve's smiling, shaking his head. That was a good one. (laughs) That was really good. I will give it to you. Wow. Um, But they, so at one point, um, this was Pirate Night. And I was on the aisle and we were in row three, but there were no seats in front of me just because of the way it was configured. And at one point um, he points to me and he said, you're a mom, you work hard, blah, 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 all this mom stuff. And he said, but you know stuff. And just a little banter back and forth. And at one point he's like, so you probably know the last four digits of my social security number. I'm like, uh, five one zero eight, and he had a board like um, like a chalkboard, and he's like, "That's ridiculous." I mean, how am I supposed to know what? Or how are you supposed to know the last four digits of my social security number? He turns the board around. Five one zero eight was awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, so I was impressed. Um, but he puts on a really good show. Um, and I wish I had his name. Darn it. Um, Michael something, I think that doesn't help you. Michael, the balloon guy. Um, but he also did an adult show, um, the following night and that was in a smaller lounge and obviously adults only. Um, not as good, um, impressive magic, but there was no adult aspect to it. So I don't know why they had to kick the kids out. Brooke would have enjoyed it. Um, and darn it. I thought of another thing that we did that I hadn't done on. Um, Disney before I've done it on Royal but they had a silent disco and Brooke and I went and it was so much fun if you've never done a silent disco uh, you 
you go in and they give you a set of headphones and you have three, two or three different stations that you can tune into or tracks. And um, it's by color. We had blue, red, and green. Don't sit down. The cat's on your chair. Leave. Okay. <laughs> and, um, um, and so it plays different tracks on each color. And everyone's dancing to no music. Because if you take your headphones off, you just see people dancing and jumping around and there's no music. Because it's all in their headphones. Um, but they have some of the different, you know, if you do the YMC, everyone's doing the dancing or, um, you know, two hops this time. Um, so you see all this going on and it's pretty fun. Um, so silent disco, it's, it's good. Enjoy that. But I think that is going to wrap up tonight's show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. And if you have any comments or questions, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>